Hi everyone, welcome to Arthritis at Home. I'm Cheryl Cohen, I'm with Arthritis Consumer Experts. We host uh, this program and it is really an honor and a pleasure to be here today with Dr. Kamran Shojanya, a rheumatologist in Vancouver, British Columbia. Welcome. Thank you, and thank you for inviting me. It's a, it's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, great. Let me tell the audience a little bit about you, um, Dr. Shojanya. So you are a clinical professor at the University of British Columbia. I don't want to make you sound old, but you've been in medicine for a long time. Uh, you, although you look very youthful, you are not a newbie. Um, you uh, have practiced in internal medicine. You have a huge teaching uh, pedigree behind you, lots of awards. Um, you've been in rheumatology for years and years, have volunteered at leadership levels within the Canadian Rheumatology Association. Um, and so you know this topic incredibly well. Uh, you follow thousands of patients um, over the years with rheumatoid arthritis. And you're also uh, obviously um, the uh, medical director of the Mary Pack Arthritis Program uh, for the province of British Columbia. So welcome again. Uh, we're so happy to have you with us today. And we're going to talk about something that probably doesn't get enough airtime, um, Dr. Shojanya, and that's smoking and rheumatoid arthritis. Was, tell us about some of the changes you've seen in research or some of the sort of old research, some of the more recent research on smoking and rheumatoid arthritis? When I was training in the uh, 90s, um, this was not something we thought about or talked about. Um, uh, really, in, it was this millennium and maybe in the 2010s that we started to think about uh, clinically about smoking and its link to rheumatoid arthritis. And, and also, what's the cause of rheumatoid arthritis, Cheryl? Like, you know, please tell us we're dying to know. Okay. <laughs> well, a lot of people think the trigger, the antigen trigger isn't starts in the lungs. Ah, yes. So it's interesting. And, and, uh, and is it an infection or something, but really, and the lung doctors tell us it's always the lungs and, uh, and, and smoking, uh, it's effect on the lungs. We know that people with rheumatoid arthritis, uh, have a very high incidence of pulmonary complications or lung complications. So uh, one of the first studies that I remember was from Winnipeg actually, uh, that showed that uh, uh, smoking was a risk factor for rheumatoid arthritis, particularly in First Nations. And, um, and it went from there for me personally. And my interest, Cheryl, I think you know, over the years, I've been really thinking about um, what we can do non-medication wise right. to help us with our rheumatoid arthritis or other autoimmune diseases. So, um, and, and really the research now is telling us that lifestyle measures are so important in rheumatoid arthritis, psoriatic arthritis. And these things are, uh, for example, exercise, very important. Smoking cessation, very important. And, uh, and, weight management. So obesity increases uh, rheumatoid arthritis and, and psoriatic arthritis uh, risks as well. So anyway, I'm going wide here, but um, what I'm trying to say is that this is more of a recent phenomenon that we're looking at these lifestyle measures like smoking. Yeah. And you know, when you talk about these other lifestyle uh, measures, Dr. Shojanya, one of the things, as you know, I live with rheumatoid arthritis. I have for the last 33 years. 
And when you're diagnosed, you get this incredible sense of loss of control over your life. And one of the things I really enjoy listening to you and others uh, in, in the medical profession when they talk about stopping smoking or you know, starting or maintaining exercises, those are things for the most part I can control myself. And it gives the person back uh, some of that, you know, loss, that sense of loss of control. So I love that you went wide here right at the start of our conversation um, because uh, it, it, everything is, is connected. And smoking, I, I didn't know about this origin of, the, of RA possibly being something that's triggered within the lung environments. I know that you're familiar with uh, this new research that I uh, mentioned at the start of our conversation. Uh, it's going to be published in um, Arthritis Care and Research, which is the American College of Rheumatology's sort of one of their premier journals. Um, and it was a study uh, conducted in Sweden, a very large study, a pop, what they call a population-based study. And I wonder if you can share with us just sort of a couple of the key takeaways from this study and why it's gotten a lot of buzz. It's got a lot of buzz, and for, for me in particular, because a lot of the earlier studies showed that smoking was important in subtypes of rheumatoid arthritis, high anti-CCP antigen uh, patients or certain uh, HLA DR4 type of patient, which is a gene, um, which we don't measure. But this study says no, it's actually for everybody with rheumatoid arthritis. So, so current smoking is associated with increased disease activity and lower health related quality of life in patients with RA. And more importantly, smoking cessation within the first year after baseline has a favorable effect on disease activity. Okay. So those are the two take home. If you don't think about anything else from this study, that it's, it's really for everyone with rheumatoid arthritis. So, so in other words, if you're a current smoker and you have rheumatoid arthritis, this research says you can stop at that one year mark post-diagnosis. But we know that smoking has an effect other than disease activity in rheumatoid arthritis. Smoking increases mortality in rheumatoid arthritis much more than rheumatoid arthritis does itself. So, uh, and we know that smoking reduces the effectiveness of medications in rheumatoid arthritis. Okay. So I tell my patient, it doesn't matter how long you've had this condition, that smoking cessation will improve your um, longevity and your uh, rheumatoid arthritis damage will prevent damage better than if you kept smoking. Okay. Okay. Those are, I mean, for someone like me, I get pretty excited when I hear I'm going to have less pain. I'm going to have less fatigue and, and I'm going to possibly live longer. I like, I like all of those outcomes as a result of stopping smoking. Um, let's talk about how you talk about this with your patients that are living with rheumatoid arthritis. Like how we know smoking, like many things in life, it's an addiction. And one of the issues or the challenges in addiction is uh, folks often throw up a, a roadblock. It's, it's difficult, it's an addiction. So it's difficult to quit the addiction. How do you, how do you broach the subject, Dr. Shojanya? It's a, it's a tough conversation to be had, I know. 
It's a tough conversation. I have to say, I've learned a lot from the nurses that I work with on how to talk about this because we were not trained in this when I was in uh, in med school or residency. In the old days, it's like, you should stop smoking, scare tactic here. Now you should stop smoking. Yeah, pictures of rotten out lungs. Yeah. Yeah. How dare you smoke? Yeah. And, uh, and surprise, surprise, that doesn't work so well. And, um, and, and then the doctors get disillusioned, like, oh, I, I talked to the last 30 people about quitting smoking. No one's quitting. It's not worth it. And, um, uh, and that's wrong. So what I've learned from my nurses are that you broach the subject just like anything else. You have to get permission from people. And if you can say, you know, there's a link between smoking and rheumatoid arthritis at some point. And let me take a step back. When okay. you make the diagnosis, maybe it's not the best time to say this yeah because people are completely overwhelmed right that's right yeah but but you can say at some point in the next few weeks we're going to talk about lifestyle measures that may help your arthritis and they're very excited about that at some point right um and uh and then when you do talk about it you you or you can prepare them next visit i'd like to talk to you if with your permission i'd like to talk to you about some lifestyle measures that really may play a part in improving your arthritis things like weight management and smoking cessation. Are you okay if we discuss that next visit? And they're like, okay. Or you can, in motivational interviewing, I was taught by my nurses that you can say, you know, smoking, cessation of smoking is very important for your rheumatoid arthritis. On a scale of one to 10, how open are you about considering smoking cessation? 10 being, I really want to quit smoking. Five being, oh, I'm think, I'll think about it. Or one being, I love smoking. It's my only friend. I will never quit. Yeah. If they say one, move on. You're not there yeah. yet. Yeah. If they say five, that opens the door. That's, like, oh, that's okay. Let's talk about it. If they're 10, then I show them these, uh, or they're higher than five. We show them these uh, resources for quitting smoking. Do you see what I mean? So Yeah, I, I totally do. And, you know, it's interesting. So for myself as an educator and someone who works in this space alongside folks like you in the medical profession to provide the right information at the right time written in the right way. Yeah. I think, oh my gosh, there's an opportunity to take someone from a one to a five. That's right. And, and one of the biggest barriers in that is simply giving them the information that smoking has a very negative effect and that negative effect can be reduced if you if you stop at one year, right? That's the key, one of those key findings from this study. So it's the knowledge that you might give to someone or help share with someone that might move them along that continuum. Funny you said that because what one of the questions we ask after they say one is say, well, what would it take you to get to a, a three or a five? And they'll say, well, if you tell me that the smoking is already damaging me. Or if someone ah. I knew had cancer, or if someone this, or 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 um, uh, or if, or if the cigarette prices went up, or something like that, uh, and uh, or if you gave me more information, and then we offer okay, this yeah, too. yeah. So so then um, we're going to wrap up our conversation here, uh, which I think is going to be very helpful, not just to um, people with rheumatoid arthritis who are going to tune in. Uh, to this episode, Dr. Shojenya, but probably to some of your colleagues as well. You've developed, uh, delivered some, I think, great clinical pearls here for them uh, to incorporate in their practice. But so I'm your patient. 
I'm sitting with you here on a video consult. I have RA and I'm smoking. Just in your own way, what would you say to me? I might say something like, well, it depends on how you were doing at the time. And yeah. If, if you had a few swollen joints and things were not going so well, um, I'd say, well, there, you know, there are things we can do. We can adjust the medications as we've talked about. There are some lifestyle measures that may help as we've talked about before. Shall we talk about those now? And if you say yes, then I'd say, well, there's some, previously you told me that you were not that interested in quitting smoking. I do have some more information about that if I can share that with you. Right? Perfect. And, that means, and that's and how you would, incorporate yes. new research findings, right? That's how you constantly improve your own knowledge and translate it into clinical care. And I have to say that I, I work with two amazing nurses who will um, also bring this up in a very nice way and, um, and offer some support. And also getting older myself and having you know, family members who smoke or, and, uh, and friends. And I, I, I realize that I can bring those experiences into it as well. Yeah. So uh, ch changing, changing the world of health one person at a time. I love it, Dr. Shojanya. Um, I want to thank you so much for spending uh, this time with us. This is such an important topic. And it's one of the reasons I, I hounded you to come into the studio with us because um Again, it's one of those things that when the time is right for the person with rheumatoid arthritis who is smoking, you know, change can happen. And I think that's just such an important and hopeful message for people who are diagnosed with this disease, um, especially given uh, we don't know all of the causes uh, of rheumatoid arthritis, though you've certainly given us a good strong hint at one. Um, I, I, and, and we don't have any cures apart from we can make these lifestyle changes that make the disease less impactful, as well as the medications, which are incredible now in, in rheumatoid arthritis, um, both in terms of biologics and in targeted small molecules and other uh, types of medications. So I want to thank you so much um, for joining us. It's always a pleasure uh, to sit with you. You always bring um, a, a great uh, body of information to our audience. And uh, we're gonna also provide some resources at the end that might help people um, consider uh, the impacts of smoking in RA and possibly get on the quitting journey, which is very exciting. So quickly recap what we've just been discussing with Dr. Shojanya. The research from this large study out of Sweden did report important new findings on smoking in RA. They found that over the three-year period that people were followed in the study, those that quit uh, at year one of the study definitely had less active disease than those who did not. So again, um, from research of the past added with this new research, we can say definitively there's a direct connection between smoking and the worsening of rheumatoid arthritis. And also the positive side is that a person who smokes with RA can change that by quitting. Remember for those who were in the study who didn't quit, they had more disease activity and they had lower quality of life, both physical and mental. So given these findings, if you currently smoke and have RA, are you ready to think about quitting? 
Uh, if you are, there are some very practical tips offered here, and there are many more uh, if you check out the resources we've provided you on the following slide. But to start, um, you know, interestingly enough, knowing that smoking is bad for RA is where quitting starts. It's that fundamental information that helps people kind of come to grips uh, with the fact that their smoking addiction is worsening their disease. So knowing that is a baseline to actually going on to quit. Now that you know this information, if you are a smoker and have RA, ask yourself, are you ready to quit? A ask yourself the question, why? Why are you ready? Saying it out loud and writing your goal to quit down on paper will definitely help make it real. That's why journaling is such an important part of living with chronic disease. It helps us focus on the things that are important or the things that we want to change in our lives. Getting behavioral support, which is generally a free service in all Canadian provinces, uh, can help you understand and develop your goals for quitting. Group support can be super helpful, learning from you know, other people's experiences. And I love this saying, teamwork makes the dream work. That support that you get in group settings is really invaluable for a lot of people. And of course, there are quit aids, such as prescription medication and nicotine replacement therapy, gradual reduction uh, therapy, or simply going cold turkey. Here are some important resources for you to access. Here is a provincial and territorial services link. Uh, when you click here, it'll take you to a website that then has provincial and territorial links for you to access. If you really wanna to speak to someone by phone, you can. Here's the toll-free number. And there are specific considerations when we think about smoking in Indigenous uh, populations. Here is a link um, to the First Nations Health Authority and their website on respecting tobacco. Exciting. So thank you very much, Dr. Shojanya. Thank you. It was a pleasure to speak with you. Great.